Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you till the top of the hour. We're doing another one of our Zoom shows, which means you send us an email in the form of a question. So in the subject line, write question, and then the body of the email, just write the question itself, and we'll put it on the air. With us, some great people, including Chuck Crosby, who owns the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And Chuck, you know, I heard myself on the one of the shows in the past couple of weeks, and apparently whenever I say the Crosby Law Offices, for some reason I go, the Crosby Law Offices. And I don't know why I do that. I don't, but... We get a little extra cash. Mm. There you go. Uh, also with us, Brad Lawler, who is owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. You can reach Brad and his crew at 844-411-TEAM. Let me give you some quick headlines, and we'll go to the questions that we've got. Adjustable rate mortgage demand surged to a 14-year high as home buyers are trying to afford this pricey spring market. The average contract interest rate for 30-year fixed-rate mortgages, which is what a lot of people are worried about, with conforming loan balances, that's $647,200 or less, increased to 5.53%. That's up from 5.36%, I believe, a week before. The rate on the five-year arm, by the way, was 4.47, which is why so many people are going for adjustable rate mortgages. And mortgage applications to purchase a home rose 5% last week compared to the previous week. Meanwhile, home prices may be falling for the four weeks ending May 1st. 15% of home sellers around the country dropped their asking price. That's according to new research released by Redfin, and that's because more home buyers may be starting to feel priced out of the rapid rise in mortgage rates. And so sellers are thinking they got to come down in price to start bringing in those buyers. All right, so that's basically the news with the exception of one item, a very sad item, and we're going to take that on right off the top. Autopsies, as of this uh, show being recorded, are being conducted on the guest found at the Sandals Resort in the Bahamas. And as of now, uh, carbon monoxide was one, listed as one of the possible causes. And we wonder how to protect ourselves when we go abroad in our homes. We've talked about this in the past, but I thought it was important for Brad to talk a little bit about with so many of the folks here in Louisville and Southern Indiana going on vacation over the next couple of months, how do we protect ourselves when we are on vacation in a hotel room? And Brad, you're saying there are portable units to bring with us, right? Yeah, there are. You know, unfortunately, we had a couple of uh, tragic deaths in hotels this past winter, both in Louisville area as well as a big one in uh, Illinois. And one of the things that, you know, comes back is this carbon monoxide poisoning. And carbon monoxide is just a byproduct of any fuel that's burned, whether it's wood or natural gas or propane. So anything that's heated, you know, heat the house or heat the water, um, carbon monoxide is being put off as part of that. So, you know, I traveled extensively for 10 years and often wondered about the hotel rooms that I was staying in. Most of them had a smoke detector, but I can't ever remember a carbon monoxide detector. 
detector mm -hmm. in a room. So you can pick up any type of carbon monoxide detector. There are travel ones that are a little bit smaller uh, that are starting around a hundred bucks. But really, even if you just look at the big box stores, um, you could pick up a carbon monoxide and smoke detector combo, even if you wanted to, for about you know, 40 bucks, 40, 50 bucks. So I'm and, on Amazon right now yeah. and I'm looking at just what they've got, right? So yep. as we're talking here live, I'm going through it. They have a a kitty made carbon monoxide detector ac plug-in yep. with battery backup yeah $20.46 is right. this worth buying brad yeah i, I think it is uh, now i would suggest though that you get the type that is powered by uh a batteries do not get the 10-year sealed because those are lithium ion batteries so you're not going to be able to carry them on board a plane you'd have to you know you can't put them in your check package you have to carry them on board okay so but there's a lot of them that are small they take a couple double a batteries and you know you could put it anywhere inside the hotel room as long as it's not in a bathroom because steam will activate them and you don't want to put them close to a fan because that'll blow the gas across it and, and the detector won't pick it up the the problem with carbon monoxide is that it can cause injury uh, alarms go off at about 100 parts per million um, but even at that lower rate you uh, can cause damage to you over a period of time versus a higher rate, 400 or 500 parts per million that can cause severe injury more quickly, you know, carbon monoxide will, will tend to build up in your system. You may be get dizzy, you may feel nauseous, blurred vision, confusion. Um, those are all symptoms. And, you know, if you feel that way, you definitely want to get out to, uh, to fresh air. Um, anytime you're feeling like that, particularly if you're in an, in an unknown place or a strange place like a hotel somewhere where you don't know that there's a water heater on the other side of the wall that's not burning efficiently. All right. So I looked up as you were talking this again, folks, you can buy anyone you want. You don't even have to yeah. buy them if you don't, but we're just trying to help you out here. Uh, if you're traveling, you want to, and maybe even keep it in your home when you're not traveling. It's called this one. It's recommended by, um, I guess Amazon's the number one bestseller, but you know, do your own research. Kitty carbon monoxide detector. And I know Chuck, you travel a lot as well as I do. And a lot of our listeners, this one again is $20, 46 cents right now. And it has what you were talking about, Brad, the, it has two AAA batteries. Mm -hmm. It also has a test reset. So, you know, when you plug it in, you can test it to make sure it's working. Right. Uh, I'm going to just get it just, that and be an experimenter i guess but just know that was amazon and um certainly yeah. you know and, where and, and the kitta brand and the first alert brand are the two most common names they, they sell about 75 percent of the smoke detectors in the oh. uh, in the u.s so those are the names that i would want to go for the other thing too just keep in mind for any of you who have natural gas burning appliances in your home you need to make sure you have a carbon monoxide detector on every level of your house uh, the, the National Fire Protection Association says there's only 25% of the homes in the U.S. actually have carbon monoxide detectors in their homes. We all need them if we're if we're burning anything in our homes at all. Yeah, Chuck, uh, you took take this to um, the bank with you. I mean, I would I would order one of these, find one that you like, and then take it with you when you're traveling, even on cruise ships. You know, because yeah. you, you don't, it's an individual system. So, all right, let's move from that. Hopefully that helped some folks. Question for you, Chuck. Let's start with this one. Sam called me a couple of weeks ago because he had apparently signed a contract to sell his home when he got one of those calls from people who buy homes. And then he realized it may not be in his best interest to sell. He's wondering if he is bound by the contract to have 
he has to sell the home. And he ended up sending it over to a couple of attorneys. I don't know if you got a chance to review it or not, because it's a legal question. And of course, you don't have the contract in front of you. But yeah. do he most call me. Okay. So do most of the contracts that these people who buy homes are they legally binding for the most part? And are there any outs once you sign them? Well, they don't use any one particular form. It's always going to be, you know, whichever one they're using. Uh, I've seen a lot of them and a lot of them, you know, they don't, they won't hold up. Uh, usually the people that are doing it uh, don't pay a whole lot of attention as to who owns the property. Uh, you know, and of course, as you know, you have to have the signatures of everybody that has an interest in the property. They'll frequently leave off spouses and things like that. Uh, which, of course, would make it unenforceable. Um, but, uh, you know, I've seen some that are really good. I've seen some that that aren't really good. It just It's a case-by-case -case determination. Sam, you want to check with Chuck Crosby. We'll give out his number in a little bit. Have him review for you, because I think that may be your answer in terms of uh, finding out what your options are uh, down the road. Just a reminder, if you want to see a replay of today's show, we have this out there on YouTube. You simply go to louisvilleanswers.com, louisvilleanswers.com. We are ready to help you list and sell your home and to find another home. If you want to get on our books to get us out there, it's free of charge to come out. It's me. It, there's no obligation, no cost. Uh, go to bobsellmyhome.com or sellmyhomebob.com. There's a little form to fill out and they'll reach me and we'll get in contact with you. Coming up, by the way, in just a little bit later on in the show, what to know about home inspections. There's a whole series of things. We even have a, our current newsletter is geared to that. So I'll tell you about that in a second. One of the things I'm involved in right now personally is every year, all realtors have to do continuing education. I think, Chuck, as an attorney, you have to, and Brad, do you do continuing? Yes. So a lot of trades yes, do this. And I think this is important because a lot of folks don't realize the amount of education that not only do we as realtors have, but have to continue updating and learning as does uh, do attorneys and uh, home inspectors and other trades. And so it occurred to me while I'm taking my quiz, uh, you're online, you take quizzes in this um, continuing education uh, venue, that one of these questions, I wanted all of our listeners to hear what I'm dealing with. And let's see what Chuck, who's an attorney, and his people are the ones who wrote this, basically. See what you think. So this is one question. Broker Joe received another offer for his client's listing one week before the current contract on it was set to close. His client specifically told him last week and jotted a note to him that she was excited to close and that if he had any other offers that happened to come in, she didn't want to hear about them, no matter how good they were. I'm reading you this verbatim. This is the premise that they're setting up. So this question gets a little crazier as we go. Here we go. The offer in Joe's hand was for 20000 more than the current buyer was going to pay. So when Joe told the offering agent, Marissa, that his client wouldn't consider the offer, she complained to the realtor board that Joe was violating Article 3 of the Code of Ethics by refusing to cooperate with her. Does Marissa have a case? That's the question that we as agents are asked, okay? And note that 
in our duty to our clients, our sellers, just to give you some background, we know because it's basically written on the back of our hand that we have to present every offer that comes in. That's the premise that we're working off of every day. So agents, if you don't know that, you need to go back to school, but they all, everybody knows that. So they gave us a couple of questions. One of them, or, or answers, I should say. Yes, since the new offer is for so much more money, Joe's obligated to present it to his clients. Yes, realtors agree to present offers to clients no matter when they come in. No, Joe's client told him she doesn't want to see any other offers and it's in her best interests to abide by her wishes. Or no, since the property was already under contract, Joe was under no obligation to present more offers. Four answers. Chuck, which one would you say is the correct one as an attorney? Oh, there's just too many variables there, Bob. I have yeah. to yeah. that. I get it. Yeah. I now, think I think just yeah. a note jotting saying, and you said it was she just jotted down a note to right. him. Saying, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm wondering how how much weight that has on it. Um, I I think you probably ought to at least say, "Hey, I've got an offer. Are you sure you don't want to look at it?" You and I agree on that, but the uh, the folks who wrote up our test do not. They mm-hmm. say the and folks, this is. This is the ambiguities that we as agents face every day. I can only imagine what attorneys have to face. So the answer is no. Joe's client told him she doesn't want to see any other offers, and it's in her best interest to abide by her wishes. So that as attorney on the other side, I would be arguing that uh, she was being a little hyperbolic when she says that, unless she's got something that is, you know, uh, specifically do not do this. That is my order because you have to follow their orders, as it were. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to hang my malpractice insurance on that one. Yeah. And by the way, a little caveat to what you just said, you have to abide by their orders unless they're, they're to illegal. break the law. Exactly. Yeah. Brad, question for you. Janet heard our show several weeks ago about getting a crawl space inspector versus a home inspector. And she wonders what should a buyer look for when hiring a home inspector? I think that's a pretty good question. A home inspector uh, is going to be a licensed professional in the state of Indiana and in Kentucky. Uh, the things that they're going to want to ask for is, first and foremost, take a look at a copy of their sample report. If you don't understand their report, it's going to be of no value to you because the only thing that the home inspector is delivering is a written report. That's, that's, that's what we do. So uh, I would do that. I would check to make sure that they are licensed uh, in the state in which they're getting uh, the inspection done. Um, They can go to the state's board of home inspectors to check that. They also want to ask about their insurance coverage. Uh, It's good to note whether or not your uh, home inspector is carrying errors and omissions insurance. Many of them don't because it's not a requirement of the state. Um, And then the other thing to to ask is about their experience. Um, How many inspections have they done? You know, there's, there are inspectors out there that only do it part-time and they'll, they'll tell a client, you know, I've been inspecting homes for 15 years, but they only do 20 inspections a year because they only do it during the summer between school years they may be fine inspectors but they may only have 300 inspections under their belt versus an inspector that's doing it as a full-time job who's probably doing well i mean my teams are doing 
550 to 600 inspections per year yeah. per person, but the average is going to do about 150 or, or so per year. So you just want to know what their experience level is. Other than that, we have to follow, you know, standards of practice uh, that the state requires of us. So, you know, we're all, we all, you know, abide by that set of standards. It's just how effective you are when you're out actually doing the inspection by yourself or as part of the team. Got it. We're going to take a break. Incidentally, if you'd like to read the reviews about our Sekoler team, easy to do. Go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com, and you can see some of the reviews. We're proud of them. And if you're looking, as you shop for an inspector, you also should be shopping for a realtor to list or sell and then buy a home, and you want to check their reviews. Same thing with an attorney. References from friends, relatives, even from us, because we work with the best. And uh, Chuck Crosby, who is with the Crosby Law Offices. See how I slowly segued into that. Uh, you can reach Chuck at the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lauder, Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. And myself, Bob Sekoler, we're ready to come out, help you prepare or even list your home. No obligation, no charge. You can reach me on my cell phone anytime, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sekoler. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to resellouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler with you, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for your friendship and guidance. And you can see Barbara on Shark Tank on ABC on a regular basis. You can reach out to me if you're looking to help uh, yourself get sold for your time schedule and the amount of money that now is amazing with this market. 
reach me at 376-5483. Also with us, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. So one of the biggest things, whether you are buying or selling, one of the things you need to think about is a home inspection. It is so important, important. And it's also very important for you as sellers to know what the home inspector is going to be looking at. So, Brad, let me just read a couple of these things. I've got a report if you want to send me an email, I'll send it to you. But if some of the things that you look at, and feel free to jump in on a couple of these, HVA system issues, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Safe, yeah, good. Yeah, are, are these are the are these the common defects? Is that yes, the, that the most common for, defects? Right. Yeah. Find? Yeah. 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 I was gonna say because HVAC systems are usually high on that uh, on that list, including the fancy programmable thermostats that the technician may not have installed correctly. We find uh, a whole bunch of those safety issues. I guess that would include things like um, what? Well, I, well, it could be trip hazards. It may, it's probably things like missing handrails. We see those things a lot. It may be, you know, other issues like those, you know, backdraft issues that we have with uh, some water heaters. Um, uh, it could be anything like the GFCIs, not in the, uh, in the, in, in the bathrooms and kitchen areas. Those are, those are very common safety issues. Then also problems with finishes. Now those typically yeah. are cosmetic. Yeah, which would be outside the scope of a home inspection, but on new construction, Bob, you probably see it like I do, where your buyers go in and mark, you know, put yeah. sticky notes or painter's tape all over the walls. I'm right. amazed at how many dings and things there are in new construction uh, paint jobs. But on the finish side, on the outside, the exterior finishes, there's a lot of problems with hardy plank or hardy board um, installation. There's a lot of problems with MSV, the manufactured stone veneers, and there's a lot of problems with um, EAS um, installations, even in new construction. Builders just don't know how to install it, and it's important to have all of that reviewed before you move in. All right, let's take on one more item, and that's uh, drainage issues. You see a lot of drainage yeah. issue problems. A lot of a lot of problems, uh, downspouts dropping right next to the foundation, new construction, the dirt is sloped the wrong way. It's sloping back towards the house. But, yeah, very common and cause a lot of problems in basements and uh, uh, make for wet crawl spaces too. So we have our uh, newer, newer newsletter. It's changed every couple of weeks. But it, this week and last week, it's what to know about home inspections. And if you'd like some more information about home inspections, uh, send me an email, bob at com, and say newsletter. I'll send you a link to the newsletter so you can uh, sign up for it and uh, read through it. Chuck, next question is for, for you, sir. Uh, Tony writes us an email and saying that uh, he's got his house on the market received an offer through his agent that was part of a 1031 exchange. So Tony wants to know what's the 1031 exchange. And since the buyer already closed on the sale of their exchange, does that create any problems for Tony as the seller? No problems for Tony as the seller at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, there'll be a document, a couple docs he needs to sign at the closing indicating that uh, he's agreeing to assign the contract over to the qualified intermediary and that he uh, retains no extra fees or liability uh, by virtue of do doing that. It's just another way the, the buyer is uh, trying to um, put some taxes on hold. Which brings me to a question. Do you do 1031 exchanges as part of your uh, practice? 
I don't. Cases out there where the IRS says if you're doing anything with a person's taxes, you're supposed to know every about the person's oh, yeah. taxes. That's a good and, point. However, um, yeah. I always send everybody to Steve Frank. I mean, that's he does a great job. Ah, very good. Let's move on back over to Brad. Jackie is running in, says she's planning to finish her basement. She's got some family members who can do the work for her, but she's heard that you need to pull a permit. She's wondering what the cost and where does she go and what does she ask for and what happens if she doesn't pull a permit? Could that hurt her down the road as uh, getting inspected by your team or any other inspector? Well, uh, I don't know that much about the, uh, the 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 code process that'd probably be a better question for a general contractor but um in this in jefferson county uh they are logged um home inspectors do not do code inspections so we do not look at anything uh but if we are looking for safety items uh, when we do those inspections i'm sure the buyers will want to know uh, who actually did the work how it was performed and that i know has led to additional questions about who's done the work uh, and whether or not it was ever inspected. So it, it can cause some challenges down the road if, if not handled correctly up front. Got it. Got it. By the way, if you're thinking of selling, because a lot of folks are, we're right in the time frame where a lot of people are thinking, okay, is this the time for me to sell? And maybe the answer is yes. When you ask you and your family, well, then you might want to go to our website, bobsellmyhome.com or sellmyhomebob.com com and fill out the form and I'll get to you. Sarah is writing in. I see commercials for home title lock on Fox and several other TV stations. And we've talked about this in the past. Is yeah. it true that someone can take my home without actually going to a closing? Should we buy title lock insurance to protect her? I guess this is really scaring a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Well, their commercial sounds really scary. The, the thing is that generally you're going to have to be dealing with an empty lot. Uh, that's where it's easiest to do. Empty lot with a seller who's out of town or something like that. Um, yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's also fairly easily fixed if it does happen. Uh, if I buy a house from you and and uh, you forged the deed, well, yeah, any mortgage I took out isn't going to be valid. So anyhow, uh the home title lock is basically, by my understanding, like a Gmail or like a Google alert yeah. lets you know if anything changes. I would point out that uh, a lot of the county clerks in uh, Kentucky offer that same service. Uh, I'm betting for cheaper, but I don't know. I haven't uh, priced them out. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's possible. Is it probable? Not with a residential home. There's just too many things to look for. Uh, but uh, I got a notification here last week uh, from the company through whom we write title insurance that uh, told us to uh, take a couple extra steps in verifying who our sellers are. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they did not indicate that there was a huge preponderance in this neck of the woods, but you know, uh, it's, it's possible. It's out there. It's out there. Yeah. And certainly you might want to look into it. Yeah. All right. Final, uh, question here for Brad Lewis writes in. He's pretty good handyman. He says, and he does a lot of things around the house. He turned the air conditioning on for the first time a couple of weeks ago and found out that it's not working properly. He thinks it's needing a Freon charge. He wants to do it himself, uh, but he's wondering if he could get in trouble. Uh, apparently, he read something somewhere that homeowners that do Freon 
uh, repairs uh, get into can have legal action taken against them. And he's asking you, Brad, have you heard anything about that? Well, I know that there are many different types of refrigerants that go into those systems. I think for the $100 that he's attempting to save, I would call an HVAC guy out there to take a look because there's a couple problems that he may have. It may not just be Freon. If it's a if it's a heat pump, he may have a reversing valve that's gone bad. There's a lot of other things that could go wrong. I think that's a case where I would not probably do that as a, as a do-it-yourself kind of job because the likelihood of him matching the refrigerant up is is uh is a problem and he may have he may even create bigger issues for himself after he makes that uh makes that repair so i'd leave that one to the professionals yeah i i have a policy that i follow anything that is under pressure stay away from like right. a garage door spring it's mm-hmm. under tension stay away don't go don't playing me- around yeah, with don't mess head. with the, with the springs yep all right we are out of time folks uh, our thanks to chuck crosby over at the Crosby Law Offices, and you can reach Chuck anytime, day or night, at 499-6360. He's fabulous when it comes to closing, because he's entertaining, and he gets the job done quickly, but you feel like you've just been there a couple of minutes. Plus, he does wills. He does a variety of other things. That's Chuck Crosby at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, and they come in as a team. They're the number one ranked Home Team Inspection Service now seven years in a row. So congrats to him, and I think it's going to be eight fairly soon. At least we hope it will be for him. You can reach Brad at 844-411-TEAM. And you can reach me anytime for getting your home on the market, just talking about it. We've got buyer agents as well to help you find a home, which is tough these days. That's why you got to have good buyer agents. You can reach me, 376-5483, anytime, day or night. That's it for now. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.